Welcome to Zikhu Dafsi Madman Rabbi Avram Goldar and Dir Mazakas Nazir Dafnun Vav, the seventh parak, Kongadol. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, after successfully challenging Rav Chista's ruling that the days of a Matsura can count towards a lengthening the Zeros, Ravashi poses another challenge from a Bryce which derives that a confirmed Matsura's days do not count towards his Naziras. Uman Nazar Bekever Sasaru really to Glachas Naziras if a Nazar who declared Naziras in a cemetery whose hair is fit for shaving at the end of his Naziras because he does not shave for his Tuma, ain't only no mina minion, yet those days do not count for him, then confirmed days of a Matsur whose hair is not fit for shaving at the end of his Naziras, since he must shave for his Saras, is it not certainly so? The same applies to the counting days of a Matsur between the first and second shaving, but not to the Yemei Haskero, his days of confinement, which do not require shaving. Since the Bryce states that his previous days are not forfeited, it must be discussing a lengthened Naziris of more than 30 days remaining, yet his days of Tsaras are not counted, which contradicts Rav Chis's ruling on the previous daf. Point number two, the next mission states, Rabbi Yezid said in the name of Yeshua, any tumor from a corpse for which a Nazar would shave, one is chayv on its account for entering the Mikdash. And any tumor for which a Nazar would not shave, one is not chayv on its account for entering the Mikdash. Rabbi protested, such tumor should not be more lenient than a sheritz for which a Nazar does not shave, yet one is chayv for entering the Mikdash when tummy from it. The more wonders why Rabbi Yezer directly quotes Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya, since the Brites quotes him from Yeshua bar Mamo in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Hananya. The Gemara concludes, Shmamina Koshmatisa de Masamra Vaislasa. Learn from this that any teaching stated successively by three or more teachers, Kadmayu Vasrai Amrinan Mitsiai Wamrinan. We say the first and the last sources, but we do not say the intermediate names. The Gemara provides another example of this principle. And pointing with you, the next mission states, Rabbi Kiba related that he argued before Rabbi Yezer, Mayim Etzim Kasaor Sheinam Matame Adam Ba'ohel. If for a bone the size of a barley, which is not Matame with Ohel, Anazim Megalecha Magaoba Masao, yet another shaves based on touching or carrying it. Ravi's damshu matami adam ba'oel, then a ravi is a blood, which is matami with oil. Eno dinshi anazma galecha magava amasa'ah, does it not fall that another should does it not fall that another should shave for touching or carrying it? Rabbi Yezer responded, Maza Akiva, ain't done in Kan Makavachomer. What is this Akiva? We cannot reason here from Makavachomer. When he presented his argument before Rabbi Shua, he responded, Yafa Marte Elken Amrhalacha, you have spoken well. However, this is how the Halacha was said to Moshe at Har Sinai. The Gemara in the next off explains that since the requirement for a Nazar to shave based on bone tumor was taught as a Halacha Moshmi Sinai, other applications cannot be derived from it, even through a Kalvachomer. So once again, the three points are number one, after successfully challenging Rav Chiz's ruling that the days of a Mitzorah can count towards a lengthy Naziris, Ravashi poses another challenge from a price which derives that a confirmed Mitzorah's days do not count towards his Naziris. Uman Nazar Bekever, Sasaru really to Glachas Naziris, if a Nazar who declared Naziris in a cemetery, whose hair is fit for shaving at the end of his Naziris because he does not shave for his Tuma, Yet those days do not count for him. Then confirmed days of a Matsur, whose hair is not fit for shaving at the end of his Nazir, since he must shave for his Saras, is it not certainly so? The same applies to the counting days of a Matsur between the first and second shaving, but not to the Yemei Haskero, his days of confinement, which do not require shaving. Since the Bryce states that his previous days are not forfeited, it must be discussing a length in Naziris of more than 30 days remaining, yet his days of Tsaras are not counted, which contradicts Rav Chis's ruling on the previous daf. 
Point number two, the next mission states, Rabbi Yezid said in the name of Yeshua, any tumor from a corpse for which a Nazar would shave, one is chayv on its account for entering the Mikdash. And any tumor for which a Nazar would not shave, one is not chayv on its account for entering the Mikdash. Rabbi protested, such tumor should not be more lenient than a sheretz for which a Nazar does not shave, yet one is chayv for entering the Mikdash when tell me from it. The Gemara wonders why Rabbi Eliezer directly quotes Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya, since the Brisa quotes it from Yeshua bar Mamo in the name of Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. The Gemara concludes, Learn from this that any teaching stated successively by three or more teachers, We say the first and the last sources, but we do not say the intermediate names. The Gemara provides another example of this principle. And pointing with you, the next mission states, Rabbi Kiva related that he argued before Rabbi Yezer, If for a bone the size of a barley, which is not matami with oil, yet another shaves based on touching or carrying it, then a revius of blood, which is matami with oil, does it not follow that another should, does it not follow that another should shave for touching or carrying it? Rabbi Yezer responded, Maza Akiva, ain't done in kan Homer. What is this Akiva? We cannot reason here from Akava Homer. When he presented his argument before Rabbi Yeshua, he responded, Yafa Marta El Ken you have spoken well. However, this is how the Halacha was said to Moshe at Har Sinai. The Gemara in the next off explains that since the requirement for a Nazar to shave based on bone tumor was taught as the Halacha Moshe Sinai, other applications could not be derived from it, even through Akava Homer. All right, so now we go to Simon Daf Nun Vav, and this was suggested to us by Rabbi Shlomo Weissman from Passaic, New Jersey, and by Rabbi Moshe White from Edmonton, Alberta. They both suggested that Nun Vav is a shusher in shul going nu nu, a shusher in shul going nu nu. So here goes. The shusher who was agitated by the Nazim at Sor, bemoaning his fate that his days of confirmed saras do not count towards his long naziris, told the man next to him to shush and only list the first and last names of the long list of teachers he was quoting. And then he went on to shush another man who wanted to learn that another shaves on a revisa blood from a kavachomer from an etzm kasaora. So once again, slow motion. The shusher, shusher, that must be warned off. Nun vav, a shusher and shul going, nu nu. The shusher was agitated by the nazim at Zorah, bemoaning his fate, that his days of a confirmed saras do not count towards his long naziris, which reminds us, after successfully challenging Rav Chisa's ruling, that the days of a Mitzorah can count towards a lengthy naziris. Ravashi poses another challenge from a Bryce, which derives that a confirmed Mitzorah's days do not count towards his naziris. If a nazu declared naziris in a cemetery, whose hair is fit for shaving at the end of his naziris, because he does not shave for his tumah, in only a minion, yet those days do not count for him, then confirmed days of a matzor, whose hair is not fit for shaving at the end of his naziris, since he must shave for his saras, is it not certainly so? So, the shushu was agitated by the Nazim Matsura, bemoaning his fate that his days of confirmed saras do not count towards his long naziris, told the man next to him to shush and only list the first and last names of the long list of teachers he was quoting, which reminds us, any teaching from a long line of sources, we say the first and last sources, but not the intermediate names. So the Shusha who was agitated by the Nazim at Sora, bemoaning his fate that his days of confirmed Saras do not count towards his long Naziris, told the man next to him to shush and only list the first and last names of the long list of teachers he was quoting. And then he went on to shush another who wanted to learn that another shaves on a Ravias of blood from a Kavach Homer from an Etzim Kasaura. 
which reminds us Rabbi Kiva attempted to learn from an etzim katsor that a revius of blood requires a nazar to shave. When he presented his argument before Rabbi Yeshua, he responded, Yafa Marta El Ken Amru Halacha. You have spoken well, however, this is how the halacha was said to Moshe at Har Sinai. The Gemara in the next off explains that since the requirement for a nazar to shave based on bone tumor was taught as the halacha of Moshe Misinai, other applications cannot be derived from it, even through a kavachomer. So once again, the Shusher, who was agitated by the Nazar Metzora, bemoaning his fate that his days of confirmed Saras do not count towards his long Naziris, told the man next to him to shush and only list the first and last names of the long list of teachers he was quoting. And then he went on to shush another who wanted to learn that a Nazar shaves on a Revius of blood from a Kavach Homer from Etzim Kasora. All right, so now it's time for a Forbala Bach Hazara. Dafnun Base. So the Simran Dafnun Base is a newbie to Yiddishkeit. So here goes. The hearing newbie to Yiddishkeit, newbie to Yiddishkeit, that must be more than Daf Nun Beis. The hearing newbie to Yiddishkeit, who was a curator at the Anatomical Tuma Museum, was shocked when his pet homet that was missing a leg, which reminds the Gemara brings a brace which derives that the shear for a shared simimitame requires until he touches a part of them that is tantamount to its entirety in significance, and the chumming assessed it to be the size of a lentil, because a chomet, the small sheretz, is the size of a lentil at its creation. So any part of a sheretz, this size is significant. The Gemara argues that if a creature missing a limb could still be matame, then a chomet even smaller than a lentil at its creation would be matame. The Gemara answers that a chomet cannot acquire a life force if it was missing any limbs. Only once alive could it continue living without a limb. So the hairy newbie to Yiddishkeit, who was a curator at the anatomical Tuma Museum, was shot when his pet chomet that was missing a leg, knocked over an old spinal column on display, severing it from the skull, which reminds us the Gemara poses a question. Does the mission mean a spinal column and a skull together are matame? Or perhaps it means either a spinal column or a skull is matame. The Gemara's first proof is rejected. So the hairy newbie to Yiddishkeit, who was a curator at the Anatomical Tuma Museum, was shocked when his pet homet that was missing a leg knocked over an old spinal column on display, severing it from the skull, and then quickly ran to hide at the visiting display of six cases where one rabbi ruled tame and the majority ruled. Tahor, which reminds us, Gemara attempts another proof from a list of six cases, which Rabbi Kiva ruled Tame and the Rabban ruled Tahor, and Rabbi Kiva later retracted. The sixth case mentioned was a spinal column and skull combined from two corpses. Now, if a spinal column and skull would each be Matame independently, then the list totals seven cases, not six. The Gemara offers four answers. Dafnun Gimel, so the simmer Dafnun Gimel is a Nigerian prince. So here goes. The Nazar who didn't become Tame by being in the same room with the scary, hairy Nigerian prince, Nigerian prince, that must be on Duff Nun Gimel. The Nazar who didn't become Tame by being in the same room with the scary, hairy Nigerian prince holding a quarter cup of bones and a revius of blood, which reminds us that more brings an early Malchuk's about the volume of bones and blood for Tuma through an Owel. And our Mishnah and the Mishnah and Owel's reflect the later compromise. The basin after them said, a chetzi cup of bones and a chetzi log of blood are sufficient for all Tuma, but a quarter cup of bones and a revius blood are sufficient only to be Matame, Truma, and Kachim. Avalola Nazva is a Pesach, but not for a Nazar to require shaving, although he's Tommy, or one performing a carbon Pesach. The Mishnah follows this position because it's a tradition received from Chagai Zachariah and Malachi. So the Nazar who didn't become Tame by being in the same room with a scary, hairy Nigerian prince holding a quarter cup of bones and a revius of blood as a limb with insufficient flesh to regenerate was lying on the floor, which reminds us the Mishnah and Daf Memtes on base taught that only a limb with sufficient flesh to regenerate is Matame through Ohel. About limbs with insufficient flesh, Rabbi Yochanan says, A Nazar would not shave because of them, even through touching or caring, and they do not commit to him at all. Rishwaki 
Rish says, Hanazim Mashe because of them, meaning they do transmit Tuma through touching or caring, which is derived on the next off. So the Nazim who didn't become Tummy by being in the same room with a scary hairy Nigerian prince holding a quarter cup of bones and a revise of blood as a limb with insufficient flesh to regenerate was lying on the floor, accidentally formed an ohel over a corpse holding a sword as he ran out and stepped out onto a field, which reminds us. Abraisa teaches about the Pasuk, which states, And whoever touches on the open field the body of one killed by a sword, or any corpse, it darshans each phrase to teach what is metame through oel. On the open field, this refers to one who forms an oel over a corpse. Sword teaches that the sword is metame like the body, meaning it can be metame with oel and impart the same degree of tuma as a corpse. Daphnin dolls the simmer Daphnin doll it is noodles, and we often use a pasta chef. So here goes. The hairy pasta chef Nazar, pasta chef, that must more on Daf Nundalit, noodles. The hairy pasta chef Nazar was thrilled he didn't have to shave for passing through a base of pras where he touched a cleat that touched a maze, which reminds us the next missional list sources of tuma that a Nazar would not shave for contracting from them, either because their tuma is the rabbin or because they're excluded. Including the list are schachos and pros, tuma transmitted from canopies or protrusions, a base of pras, a field in which a grave was plowed over and is rabbinically tame, Eretz Amin, the land of the nations, which is matame, a goal of adolfic, the cover of walls of a coffin, the kalim minogim a mace, and kalim that touched a corpse. So, the hairy pasta chef Nazar, who was thrilled he didn't have to shave for passing through a base of pras where he touched a cleat that touched a maze, sat down to eat a bowl of noodles under a canopy formed by a tree branch and a stone protrusion from a wall, which reminds us the Gemara defines schachos and pros. Schachos, even a mesacha arts, it's when a tree hangs over the ground, the tomb is under one of the branches, which is a tefach width creating an oil, but it's unknown which branch. Pros are protrusions extending out of a wall. Segments of stone extend out from a wall at a tefach width and length and the tomb is under one identified protrusion. One who passes under one of these branches or stone protrusions is rabbinically tummy, which does not require Nazar to shave. So the hairy pastor chef Nazar was thrilled he didn't have to shave for passing through a base of pras where he touched a cleat that touched a maze, sat down to eat a bowl of noodles under a canopy formed by a tree branch and a stone protrusion from a wall. During his trip to Chutzlars, where tomb was decreed, because of its airspace, which reminds us, Gemara asks about the nature of the tumma of land outside of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Ami Mishma Avir did they decree tumma on the land of the nations because of its airspace to discourage people from leaving Eretz Yisrael? Or perhaps they decreed it because of its soil out of concern for unknown graves. A nafkamina would be where one entered the airspace while protected from the tumma of the soil, such as in a large container, which is not contract tumma. Dafnun Hay, so the Simmer Dafnun Hay is a speed limit sign of 55. So here goes. The import of Harry's speed limit sign, speed limit signs, that must be more in Dafnun Hay. The importer of Harry's speed limit signs who came to Chutzlarts in a carriage, which reminds us, the Gemara brings three alternative explanations. In the Malchokas between Rebbe and Rabbi Yossi Yehuda, in the case of one who enters Eretz Amim, the land of the nations, in a carriage trunk or closet, which are impervious to Tuma. So the importer of Harry speed limit signs who came to Chutzlarts in a carriage pulled out a sign when he saw a trunk full of utensils whizzing through the airspace over a corpse, not acting as an ohel, which reminds us the Gemara refutes the explanation that the Mochokas was whether one holds ohel zaruk shmei ohel, whether a moving ohel is considered an ohel, proving the Rabbi Yossi Bar Rabbi Yehuda holds that it is not considered an ohel, for he ruled in a case of a trunk full of utensils being thrown over a corpse, that they are tame. So the import of Harry's speed limit signs, who came to Chutzwarts in a carriage, pulled out a sign when he saw a trunk full of utensils whizzing through the airspace 
over a corpse not acting as an OL, which was thrown by a Nazir who was upset that his days of confirmed saras do not count towards his short Naziras. Which reminds us, the Mishnah taught that a Matzorah's days of counting and days of confirmed saras are not counted towards his Naziras. Rav Chista qualifies this. They only taught this regarding a short Naziras, but for a lengthy Naziras, the Tzaras days are also counted towards his Naziras. They do not count for his short Naziras simply because the Matzorah must shave his entire body at the end of his Tahara process, and a Nazir must have a 30-day growth of hair to complete his Naziras. Rav Shurabiyah challenges him from our Mishnah, and Rav Chista is refuted on the following Dav. Alright, so now it's time to conclude their pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff we have three alternative explanations in the Malchus regarding one who enters Chutzkarts in a carriage trunk or closet? That's on Duff. None, hey. Good number 2. Which stuff do you want a quarter cup of bones and a revious blood are sufficient only to be Matami, Truma, and Kajim, but not for a Nazar or one performing a carbon Pesach? That's on Duff. Nun Gimel. Good number three. Which stuff you have a Bryson which derives that a confirmed Mitzor's days do not count towards his Naziras? That's on Dove. Nun Vav. Good number four. Which of the one any liquid poured into a container of tummy liquid is tower and is not connected to the tummy liquid below except for Zephite honey and Sapichas? That's on Dove. None. Good number five. Which stuff we have Rabbi Kiva's attempt to derive from a Kalvachomer from an Etzim Kasor that a Revius of blood requires a Nazar to shave? That's on Dov. None Vav. Good number six. Which stuff does the Gemara define Schachos and Pros, canopies and protrusions? That's on Dov. Good number seven. Which stuff we have the Rav Chista taught that the teaching that a Mitzvah's dates of counting and days of confirmed Saras are not counted towards his Naziris only applies to a short Naziris. That's on Duff. None. Hey. Good number eight. Which stuff we have a question of an Uber, a fetus is considered an admixture in the mother's body or not because Uber Yerach Imo. That's on Duff. None of. Good number nine. Which stuff you learn that any teaching from a long line of sources, we say the first and the last sources, but not the intermediate names. That's on Duff. None of. Good number ten. Which stuff do you whether a Nazar would have to shave for touching or carrying limbs with insufficient flesh to regenerate? That's on Duff. None Gimel. Excellent. That concludes today's shear. This is everybody from Golden Zikhu. Wishing you a great day and great learning.